Welcome to Control-Alt-Revolt, the podcast, episode 10. This is Nick here with the recently recovered single white Medusa, who was feeling great when I dragged her out for breakfast this morning, kind of. Moderate. I never Moderate. feel great in the morning. I'm not a morning person, right. but and normal. Then, and then we did some errands. We got some eggs. We got some bacon. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> the car was still in motion. Uh, we got some bone broth. This car is out of control. <laughs> Uh, we got some bone broth. We got, like, what do we have for breakfast? We have, like, veggie omelet. Mm, that so that was good. We had linguisa sausage. And then we came home, and I worked out for a couple of hours. I and, washed my hair. Yeah, and then you wanted to have some bone broth, and you said you had a headache. Mm-hmm. And then you took an Advil. After the bone broth. And uh, I always try to not take an Advil on an empty stomach just in case. But I thought, oh, I think bone broth should count as not an empty stomach. But now, come to think of it, yeah, I don't think it counts. She was like, I think I have COVID. I started feeling so bad. Yeah. And besides the headache, so nauseous. Yeah. And I could barely, like, even pick my head up. And I was laying on the couch. Anyway, it passed in about an hour yeah. to an hour and a half. So yeah. then that helped me realize, like, because I thought, do I have a migraine? Because I've never had a migraine before. But I know that's like a headache and nausea. So anyway, it passed. And then I realized, oh, I think bone broth does not count as uh, not having a pill on an empty stomach. I think I think I was not worried when I said, well, how about I fix you a drink? And I made you a Gatorade and tequila with a little (laughs) gram and yay. And you're like, I could do that. (laughs) But then I only could take a few sips and you had to put it in the fridge until it passed. And now I'm and you're still drinking. Now I'm finished. Yeah. Like now I can. Which is a very Portuguese thing, is to make one big drink and then <laughs> make it last all day. And then day. make it all day, because that's what your 98 grandfather, year old yeah. grandfather. See, that's would why do. I can drink, is because I drink slowly. So that's why it works. And Otherwise, I, I'd have a major. Problem. I would drink it all in one go, and then I would make another. <laughs> that's why. Which is why I'm <laughs> why drinking a drink. Starbucks today as we do our next podcast. Hello. We are back. We're also going to do something special. We'll, this will be an abbreviated podcast. Who knows? We're wordy. We might talk a long time. But uh, then we're going to go ahead and record that first chapter of the Ultra Violent Show for the subscribers. So if you're not a subscriber, today is the day to get that because then you can drive along and listen to it. And I think because I just watched a Spalding Gray documentary, um, I'll kind of do a, a little bit different of a recording. I might do some observations, break the fourth wall on that writing and kind of have a little fun with it. So it might be a more interesting experience if you're a subscriber. All you have to do is subscribe down below for $5 a month and you will get all that extra content. The thing that irritated me today, and I had to uh, to jump on Facebook and, and Twitter and kind of make a post about it, was, you know, well, we should talk about what happened at Costco first. <laughs> okay. On our uh, mask plan that we talked about of yeah. um, fighting the power, sticking yeah. it to the man. Yeah. We uh, Insurrection. got a few little things at Costco. Not many, just a few little things. And we paid. We did the little mask below the nose thing, no problem. And then we did the old, well, we got what we wanted. Let's whip off the old masks as we walk out. As soon as that credit card transaction (laughs) goes through, you are free to take off that mask because there's not a damn thing that you can do. And then lo and behold, like Dickie Moe surfacing through the waves as Ahab drove the whaling boats (laughs) forward, Karen surfaces there at the exit to the Costco. She's got the Karen haircut. 
Oh yeah. She's got. She's already said something to me before. She, her She's and Nicole have tangled, and you are a well-known destroyer of Karens. <laughs> That's right. You have destroyed many Karens in your time. <laughs> And I can feel like as she she goes, sir, you're gonna have to put on the mask. And I go, no, I don't. I've already paid. I'm leaving now. There's nothing you can do. And I'm like, I'm easy breezy. I'm fun. But I can <laughs> my heart rate yeah, is already. I can feel like the levels. the the dangerous bobcat <laughs> in my arm, like already. And you you were just like you were ready to give it to her. What happened? What'd you say? Well, because I think uh, I think I'm the one that actually said. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, and like, who cares? Yeah. We're leaving. Yeah. You can't do anything. You were yelling at like. We don't believe in masks. That's what I You guys were like two pirate ships exchanging broadsides all the way out. And then the hilarious thing was she still had to take my receipt. Yeah. Look at still, it and mark it off. And I was her. like, ha. And, you know, I mean, like we've played this mask farce. There's things coming out. You know, like even the CDC has been caught inflating the outdoor numbers and things like that. But. You know, what bothered me is I came home and there's some stupid magazine called Motherboard or something like that. And they tweet, you know, and they're like, some people need a little extra time to put their masks away as they stroll around the park. And they shouldn't take. And they should. And they should take it given the traumatizing year, meaning no mass shaming. You know, because like already Newsom has said, we're, we're out of the mass by the 15th, which really begs the question, why the 15th of July? Mm-hmm. What magical thing is going to happen by that date? No, this cat's trying to buy his way out of us canceling him. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, we're going to cancel his ass and we will be leaving mass. We already left mass, but everybody's kind of but like, it's just like, why? Why July 15th? Why not now? Like what magical formula is giving you that? I don't know. It's kind of like a dangling carrot, I think. Um, we'll see if the stupid people fall for it. But here, what they're saying is, yeah, they're, the fear porn has gone nuts on people. There are people that are not getting out of mass, no matter what. Like Gavin Newsom could say, hey, you are totally fine. You are safe. You have nothing to worry about. But a year of this, they're frightened to death. They're, they're, I, would, I would say this. There are people like Japanese soldiers from World War II that are going to still be wearing masks 30 years from now. I guarantee you that. That's wow. not. That is not even hyperbole. <laughs> hyperbole. Hyperbole. The epitome of hyperbole. Yeah. As uh, as Brian Regan Brian. would say. But here we're being told now, like, hey, hey, be easy on people who don't think like you. And my response is, yeah, but those of us who didn't want to wear masks initially, uh, I I seem to remember that we were bullied intimidated oh some of us were arrested and given tickets or actually arrested and taken to jail remember the hair salon chick down in Mm -hmm. texas who had her business taken away and she got arrested and had to appear in front of a judge and we were shamed universally wear the damn mask you know the whole campaigns we were humiliated on every tv show all of that kind of stuff because we thought differently like we're now being told to be understanding for those who obviously have psychosis now we're, we're told to be understanding. It's amazing. And what I tire of in this country are the is the two Americas, the two sets of rules. There is the set of rules for everybody that's on the elite side. Um, they're going to get to rob the country. They're going to get do-overs when they make financial mistakes. Uh, if, if, like, let's just take Hunter Biden, for example. Most of the people I think who are listening to this podcast have a weapon of some sort, a firearm. If any of us treated that firearm, our firearm, 
the way that Hunter Biden treated his firearm, we would be in jail right now. We would be in jail. There'd be no doubt about it. If any of us did the things that he did, we would be in jail. Our careers would be over. We would be financially ruined, not being given million dollar book deals, mm -hmm. not getting a pat like and there and, and this tweet today like exemplifies the two Americas. Hey, we, we're, we're doing this thing now. We know we're on the outside, but you've got to be understanding for us. And I'm like, yeah, but you had a year of not doing that in the in the least. And now you're insisting, demanding, I don't know whatever it is that you be treated differently. I, I don't believe in that. Like I do it personally. I always try to treat people better than I'm treated. But what kind of insane idiot would think that you could walk into your family reunion, like say you have a cousin, walk into your family reunion, slap you in the face, and then sit down. That person should accept, ex expect to be slapped right back in the face. You know, it, like it's, a, it's amazing that they have this do unto others, but don't do unto us attitude. It's, it, it really bespeaks the sort of childlike infantile, infantile nature that they have where they never have an accountability for their actions and they insist on premium treatment, premium forgiveness, premium understandings, but never once. And correct me if I'm wrong in any of your experiences. And if anybody's got an example, please post it in the comments. But it seems to go without saying that we are always treated badly, yet expected to treat them uh, with all kinds of goods and services that were never that are never coming our way. They post something completely false and ridiculous. We post something that could be completely false and ridiculous. But I guarantee you we're going to get an election fraud warning on our social media posts. We're going to get a truth about COVID warning on our social media posts. We are always going to be monitored and dialed down. And there are two Americas now. And that's not right. And I'm beginning to come to the conclusion that maybe there shouldn't be two Americas. Maybe we should play a game of winner take all. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's uh, let the battle begin. We I think can, the battle's coming. Yeah, I mean, I think it's I here. I mean, ahead. I think it's insane. I think, you know, uh, I think they're already playing that game and I think that they feel that they've won it. I think we can play that game legally. I think we can play that game illegally, but like you could take a few notes from Nicole and I. We are We are playing that game every day mm -hmm. like we are not letting them have an inch that we can't fight for mm -hmm. and i think i think a lot like people talk to me and they back channel and there's comments too i think we're all playing that game to an extent and i just i guess i would encourage everybody in this podcast like you know keep playing that game it's not for nothing wear their asses out don't let them have an easy time of it don't roll over don't fatigue don't get tired don't opt out of social media keep sticking and moving mm -hmm. keep punching keep working the body because I think we are wearing them out. Like in that tweet from Motherboard kind of like sums it up. Hey, we won. We wore you out on masks. Mm -hmm. And now you're admitting defeat. And what you want is some kind of preferential treatment. And it's like, I don't think you should expect anything than what you did to people. Exactly. I know I want to do that because I never did it the entire time. I mean, there's times I want to scream at people like, you're outside. Take your, take, take your mask off. You know, um, but... Because I think the frustrating thing for me, I, like, because I do feel a little bit bad when I can tell that someone's really fearful like that. Because what makes me the most angry, the people that are really at fault is 
I mean, in large part, the media, they were one of the biggest components of the fear mongering. You know, it's the people creating the fear and doing the fear mongering that are most to blame. I feel bad for people if they've been propagandized and convinced, you know, that they need to be fearful like this. It's, it's not really their fault. I mean, they're kind of misinformed. I wish they would kind of get a little more informed, get the different sides. I don't know, but they're not the biggest culprits here. And that's it. Yeah. And, and it's just, it's kind of the whole, like the whole mass thing now feels like and the whole pandemic thing, you know, now that everything's coming out, like the CDC overinflated stuff. They said like the likelihood of, this was New York post article saying what BS yeah. that this was that the CDC had overinflated that basically the CDC said, um, well, it's under 10% that you can get COVID outside. And they're saying like, yeah, it's probably minuscule. It's probably like 1% or less, but it's misleading to say under 10%. That makes it sound like it's almost 10%, yeah. which is not the case at yeah. all. And at the minimum, like, I think, I think, I think it was all a big con. Mm -hmm. I think there was a virus. Mm -hmm. I think it was a flu. I think it was a pretty severe flu, mm -hmm. but I think now that we're seeing inflation, we're seeing the destruction of our economy, we're seeing a position of weakness in the world. I think that the crisis and the sort of um, Salem witch trial hyperventilating of the media girls, you know, mm -hmm. blaming goody, goody COVID for destroying everything. And by girls, you mean uh, beta uh, males as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, he, she potato man on CN CNN yeah. <laughs> and, and most punchable face in the world on CNN and that little boy on MSNBC, mm, you know, no. <laughs> all those people like really, yeah. but, and I think, okay, first for order of first business, I, I would say it was to get orange man. Oh, and you did, yeah. you did. But I think there was a bigger thing. And I mm -hmm. think the bigger, the bigger deal that I see coming is that it was to drive people into a state of fear so that they would surrender their civil liberties and that, and, and in that I would have to say, you have to, you know, you have to understand your enemy on the battlefield and you can't just be like them and say, oh, no, we lost, but we won. No, the the, the reality is, is they did get us to surrender our civil liberties. I, I, the think, devil his due. I think the church, you know, like, you know, from a, um, a religious perspective, the church absolutely fell down on this. Mm -hmm. You know, some started to fight it later or whatever, but like across the board, I remember like when it first came out, people were saying, oh, the church will really rise and, you know, there'll be a big revival. And it's like, no, the church really actually dropped the ball on this. And they were too fast and too quickly to go to Zoom services and stuff like that. And now you're seeing, you know, like that pastor be arrested. There's an even worse photo where they literally hog tie him. And yeah. I thought about posting that, but it's just like, ah, it's too... It's too crazy. So I think I you have to give them props where they did. I think the pandemic successfully annihilated some of our civil civil liberties and like opened the door to if there's a crisis, if the emergency happens, then we we really get like anytime it's precedent. You know, they have precedent now to take these things away again. Mm -hmm. And because it's power and because it rewarded so much power you know, it's like giving a kid uh, a, a, a hose. Mm -hmm. they, if they sprayed it once, they're going to spray it twice. Yeah. And so that's kind of what they, they learned in this. They, they learned that they can do this. I wouldn't be surprised if next winter is not dark winter 2.0, where they do it again because mm -hmm. they need more power. Or, I mean, you're going to see it before the next election. And if Trump actually does run and get anywhere close to it, you know we're shutting down again. You know mm -hmm. it. And, you know, 
I don't know. Maybe there won't be. I don't know. But now we're moving into this sort of like <clears throat> the economy's failing. And it is a crisis. And I have to wonder if this isn't another manufactured crisis. The gas thing is that not. I mean, they kind of got caught saying the, the, the quiet part out loud. Um, the Secretary of Energy said, oh, this will be a great way to move people to electric vehicles. Yeah. Why else wouldn't you want to screw everybody right now in the southeast on gas mm -hmm. and teach them a lesson? And you think about the people that are having the most miserable time of their lives waiting for gas and living in fear and knowing that government elites are sitting around smugly thinking and suffering in no way, shape or form that they're teaching you a lesson, teaching you how to be a better human. Mm -hmm. It's always about teaching us at their expense. It's always about, hey, our, let our us, yeah, let us wear the mask and don't shame us. And it's, I guess I would say to all of us, when are we going to start paying back as we've been paid? Because mm -hmm. it, it's kind of warranted. Yeah. I mean, like sometimes we talk about how come they've always been able to like, I should be free to do whatever I want. And, you know, specifically like them saying my body, my choice. Yeah. But yet, you know, if we've tried to say that about masks, my body, my choice, which is kind yeah. of a good line. If I do say so myself. Oh, no, no, that no, doesn't. No, that doesn't not matter. It's and been, it's like, yeah. well, why? How come? I mean, yeah. I think what we think you guys are doing with your body, your yeah. choice, and we believe killing babies, uh, that's way worse than yeah. what you think we're doing by not wearing a mask. No. It's, it's that they'll tell you, oh, that's, they'll just roll your eyes. We know all the people that we knew from our life in LA. Mm -hmm. They'll just roll their eyes at you and, and say that you're being disingenuous and a simpleton. And you're like, no, yeah. no, no. It's, it's, it's like, <laughs> you want vote. You don't want voter ID. That's racist, but you definitely want vaccine ID, mm -hmm. you know? And so you have to be really careful of these things now. And also if you can get a chance, go back and watch the Fauci uh, Rand Paul interchange mm -hmm. where Fauci just outright lies. The Cheryl Atkinson has already gone through that, shown where he was supporting gain of function studies and things like that. Gain of function, just in case nobody knows, means to actually weaponize a virus, to take a normal, naturally occurring virus and make it more dangerous yeah. to humans. Yeah. And Fauci and the Wuhan lab and his money and a specific doctor were specifically researching gain of function on COVID. Why would you do that? Why is that little yeah. troll not arrested? Why is that little troll not being executed for the mass casualties that he caused? And if there's a problem pulling the trigger on that, let me know. I'll show up on Tuesday. <laughs> You'll be the execution. Yeah, I have problem. no problem with that little troll going down. Exactly. No, I mean, I've been reading that that was the case this entire time like that's been a known thing yeah and the fact that he tried to like play word games yeah and, and he played yeah like, you listen to the interview he plays word games this, and right? he's 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 telling you the truth and then and obscuring it but the truth was he was he was doing it mm -hmm. there's so and we and we have to hold them to account we have to we have to start doing our own fact checking because the fact checking they're hitting us with is nothing more than propaganda so mm -hmm. hey big speech today me going off single white medusa recovering from death's door yeah that was like a quick it hit me quick and i recovered quick so yay because and no you thank the power like of that. tequila no i didn't <laughs> no i couldn't have the tequila until i felt better now um, you now you feel I tequila thank the power of god I pray. We should maybe write a <laughs> stage play about this called Tequila Mocking. Ah, I like it. That would be fun. <laughs> hey, thank you, everybody, for showing up this afternoon. Um, like I said, we're going to go ahead and now jump on and record 
chapter one of the ultra violent show and that will be for the subscribers so if you can go over and subscribe um, I want to make sure I don't the podcast here. <laughs> Go over and subscribe so you can hear it. And again, you're going to get a lot of extra stuff over there. It's going to be real cool. I think Nicole and I this weekend will try to do a really cool insiders podcast over there. Um, and also, if you want to go in on and be a foundation member, I'm working on something really neat. I think it'll be really cool. Um, you'll want to check it out. So, you know, don't hesitate to just to go all in and and do it. Uh, leave some comments down there. It, it's kind of fun to talk to you guys and and just see what I yesterday. Someone uh, really went uh gave us a deep dive on bitcoin at least in the comments and that because nicole and i are excited about that that was really cool to listen to that um one of the ge readers actually wrote a book that we got um and it's called the little little book on bitcoin the little bitcoin book the little bitcoin book so we're going to dive into that and if we really dig that and jason says it's already cool and it's a nice little primer on Bitcoin, then we'll talk about it on the show and we will plug that dude's book. And maybe even, I don't know how, if we can figure this out, but how to get him to maybe come on and talk about it. Yeah. But that would be fun. But Hey, share this podcast, like subscribe and hang out with us more. And we will be back tomorrow. Much love. That is the podcast.